Hey guys, we're Impatiently Waiting, and this is episode one. I'm Vanessa. I've been a sports fan since Shaq was drafted by the Magic, and I cheer for the Buccaneers, the Magic, the Bulldogs, and sometimes Orlando City. My passions are travel, music, dogs, and sports. My name's Gary. Um, I've been a sports fan since as far back as I can remember. When we moved to Orlando, um, I remember my dad watching the Magic. Um, so naturally, I'm a Magic fan. Um, I became a Colts fan because that was the first team that I watched uh, when I started watching football. Uh, so aside from sports, I like to travel. I like technology and music production. This is Noel. I'm a Bucks fan. I'm a Magic fan, a Bulldog fan, and a Real Madrid fan. My passions are sports, my family, I like to travel as well, and I also love animals. The NBA draft was on Thursday. Jimmy Butler's in Minnesota, and Lonzo Ball is in L.A. What do you think? Um, it's, I think it's good for Minnesota. I don't know if uh, it's good for the Bulls. No, the Bulls didn't get much in return other than probably, in my opinion, Chris Dunn, the point Chris- guard. A second-year player averaging three points a game. Yeah, but he did, I don't think he started last year. He played 20 minutes, three points. I still like what, what he brought. Or what I, n- he I never bring. really watched him, so yeah. I'm just going based off the stats. Yeah. I watched him a lot in college, and that's where I thought he would be a good point guard. But Who did he play for? He played for Chris Dunn. Who did he play for? I never saw him. Hold on. Providence, I think it was. Could be. Um, yeah, I believe it was Providence. But isn't his... Isn't he known more for his defense? Yeah, he's okay. a defensive player, but he's six four. Yeah, think, he's a right? big he's a big point guard, um, really athletic, and I don't know. I just maybe a change of scenery and probably starting in Chicago because I don't think he started in Minnesota. I think he backed no. up Ricky Rubio. But yeah. don't they have Rondo in Chicago? Rondo, who? <laughs> yeah, and I don't think Rondo's going to be there much. So longer. will Dunn start over Rondo? Eventually, you, you don't. You I don't think he's a starter yet. You think he'll start right away? I mean. With with the trade that they made, I almost feel like you have to make him your right now. You have to make him the point guard of the future. Yeah. Do you think that they, it was worth that trade? Like, did did Chicago get what Minnesota got? No, and it's funny because I keep hearing that Chicago got fleeced. What does that mean? I didn't know what that meant before, but I think it means they got robbed. Oh. So <laughs> Chicago got robbed. Fleeced. Yeah. And so Jimmy Butler, he's gonna play with Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns with Tom Thibodeau. Another big three. Do they make the playoffs in the West? Possibly. I think they can squeeze in seven or eight. Mm-hmm. It'll be a very low seed, but but I think they could get in. Because I think they still have Ricky Rubio. Yeah, but... And with, with enough Do you pieces, like Ricky Rubio? I, I, like, I liked him a lot, you know, when he first came in, but I don't think he became what people expected. He's more of a distributor. He's mm-hmm. not really a scorer, or his defense isn't good either, but yeah, Jimmy but, Butler will help with that. Mm-hmm. You add Jimmy Butler to those three... And I think they have a good, good chance. So now that Jimmy Butler's in the West, Alonzo Ball's in the West, who do you think go to the playoffs, the Lakers or the Timberwolves? It's a great question. But I, th- I think it's going to be the Timberwolves over the Lakers right now. Do the Lakers make it, like LeVar Ball said? I don't think so. Not even close. I, I don't, don't think so. Unless yeah. they do something in free, free agency or another trade. Unless, I don't see unless they go after Paul George right away right. and add him to that team they have now, then I don't think they'll make the playoffs. What do you think of LeVar Ball? 
<laughs> well, <laughs> my personal opinions of LeVar Ball, um, I think he's bad for basketball in general. Maybe his ideas were good to create his own shoe, you know, market his son by himself. But in my opinion, he's doing it the wrong way. How is he bad for basketball, though? Just the, the he, he's been, you know, disrespectful to women in the past in his interviews and I don't know. I just the way he's going about his business is what's bad for basketball. Not what he wants to accomplish, mm-hmm. but the way he's doing it. In my opinion, as yeah. a person, though, do you? He's obviously he's a good father, I, and maybe that's subjective because he's. Do you think he's living through his children? Most definitely, and and also I heard that in an interview he said his middle child will be the child not to make it to the NBA. Oh, he did. He's already said that. He said, "He said my youngest son is going to be the best of all, but my middle son probably doesn't have what it takes to make it to the NBA." And that's, his I'm, I'm not son? quoting him. No, middle no, child. The middle child. No, no. But you said that he said his youngest son's the best. Yeah, he said he better would, than Lonzo. Yeah. Well, he said that he would end up being the better of all three. Didn't he shoot like a horrible percentage, or they lost, or something? Yeah. The, the, he's not a good. He's an AAU coach. Lavares. Lavar Ball. He's not a good coach. Did you see his little halftime speech? Yeah. Trying to yeah, I get think his team were, going? I think they were losing by 30 when he gave that speech. Yeah, he was just chewing his players out. Yeah, yeah. And did you see LaVar? Le- uh, he said that Jesus and Zeus said that his son was going to be on the Lakers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was drunk at the draft. You think so? <laughs> I think so. The, I mean, he's crazy in general, but the way he acted that night, I think he was drunk. What do you think of him, Gary? I mean, I think he's entertaining, personally. <laughs> I don't hate him. Uh, I don't think it takes away from his son. Um, he's just got to prove himself, really. A lot of people have negative f- feelings about um, Lonzo because of his father, but I don't, no, well. I don't let that affect my opinion on his son. Yeah, I agree. I just think he's putting a lot of pressure on his son. I mean, the night he gets drafted, he predicts that the Lakers are going to make the, the, the playoffs. I mean, you don't go from picking number two to making the playoffs that often just because of a rookie. But isn't it a good thing that he has his son aiming for the playoffs his rookie year versus let me just develop and get better? Yeah, but I mean, I I just feel like he's putting a lot of a lot of expectations on his shoulder that maybe without that, he becomes a better player. I mean, if you look at the workout he had with L.A., supposedly it wasn't great. Supposedly. That could, yes. that could be L.A. I don't LA. believe anything yeah. any team says before the draft. L.A. That's could have true. said that so that the number one team didn't take Lonzo. Mm-hmm. And he, they could have went to him and said, hey, we're going to say all this about you so that we can take you. It's very true. You know, it's, it's all that nonsense before the draft. Yeah. Smoke screens. Yeah. And so as far as the draft goes, Orlando drafted Jonathan Isaac. What, what do you guys think of Jonathan Isaac? Noel, um, I heard you weren't yeah. too happy about it. Yeah, I, I thought we should have went with a point guard um, to kind of restart from that point going forward. So you, um, don't, you don't like Alfred? I just haven't seen him consistently enough to think that he's our future point guard. Well, he's also had three coaches in three years. I think he looked good last year. I think he looked better towards the end of the season. He yeah. was a little more consistent. He got a few triple-doubles back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think we needed a, a more of an offensive point guard, and I don't think Alfred will ever be that, in my opinion. I mean, he can get to the basket at will. Yeah. What if he can get you 10 points a No, game? he'll get you more than 10 points a game. But what I'm saying is, what if he gets you 10 points, but in addition he's getting you 10 assists? He's, he's doing a little bit more, but he's not scoring 25 points a night. Yeah, but that's got to be consistent. 
I mean, he looked good after yeah. All Star, and it's a small. It's very small to see. Okay, well, from February to April, he did good, but he's been under Frank Vogel now a year, mm-hmm. and maybe that's what he's going to continue to do. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sure that's what they thought as well, if they because they didn't take a point guard and we didn't, yeah. you know, we haven't signed anybody, so they must, you I know, mean, have faith in Peyton as well. He's going to be better than any rookie coming in right now. So if we're trying to make a push to the playoffs, it's better with him or a trade mm-hmm. than picking up a rookie that's going to be learning on the spot again. Yeah. But with Isaac, in regards to Isaac, um, you know, he's our rookie now. Um, I watched some highlights on him. <clears throat> he's athletic. He can jump through the roof. Um, the roof? <laughs> through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> um, he looks like he can develop into a pretty good shooter. Um, he's got a good shot already. Yeah, but, I mean, as far as, like, consistently making the three, I think he can, you know, develop into that. I think he made around 34%, 35%. Yeah, 34%. Yeah, so I think he can develop into a much better three-point shooter. And, um, you know, with the highlights and everything that I saw, I think it's, you know, it could be a good pick. And he has a foot-two standing reach. So he's... Yeah. he's is he a, a three or is he a four? I think he can play five. Eventually, you once he puts so? on some weight, people will go small all the so time. So based now. on what yeah. we have right now in Orlando, what would you say your starting five is? Would you put him in there? And what do we do with Ross? I mean, I would probably start Ross at the two. And what about Fournier? Fournier is the main scorer off the bench. I want him gone. I can't well, stand he, Fournier. Yeah, if you keep Fournier, I think he's your. I think he's your. You know, first guy off the bench. But he, he's another one that I don't think was consistent enough to you know be our future at the two or at the shooting guard position. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I would throw the rookie in right away. That's what I would do personally. I don't think he's ready to start at center, though, or even No, 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 I wouldn't. No, I'm yeah. just saying that I think he'll be able to play minutes at four. Maybe not this year, but he's, what, 6'10", 6'11", mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, he said that he could possibly grow to 7'1", is what he was told by his doctors. Yeah, he, he could be. You know, maybe he's going to be, uh, you know, a Kevin Durant slash uh, Porzingis. The, the Isn't Porzingis 7'1"? Yeah, he is. And, and he's long, and he can shoot. Mm-hmm. So who do you guys who does he remind you of? Any comparison at all? Right now, watching those highlights that I saw recently, it was it was kind of hard to pinpoint one person, but I think it was like almost almost a Kevin Kevin Garnett mm-hmm. in my opinion. I did see someone say that Kevin Garnett. I'm gonna say Kevin Durant, but Kevin Garnett is more what I saw just because. And again, this was versus college competition versus you know who he would play and what he'd play in the NBA, but. He could rebound. He could shoot, you know, the jumper. Um, very athletic, like I said. But Some people compared him to um, Andre Kirilenko. Oh, okay. The guy in Utah? I see, from yeah. U, he played in Utah for a long time. He shot yeah, the three that, that was, defense. That was a good, that's a good comparison, But too. I think this guy's got a little more offensive oh, craftiness. And, and, he, and he's going to be way more athletic than yeah. Andre Kirilenko was. Yeah. So. He didn't uh, get a lot of opportunity in FSU is another thing. So we're going to see him uh, in a bigger role and see how he handles that. I think he only played like 26 minutes a game, only averaged eight shots per game. Yeah, I think he he wasn't their key offensive guy. No, they had two others in front of him. Yeah, and it's harder now. It's harder now to to view talent in the NBA, I think, because you have one year to really look at what they can do, not like college football where – you know, when you go to the draft, you've watched this kid for two or three years. You've seen him, you know, correct errors or not correct yeah. these errors in the NBA unless they go to the NCAA tournament. 
you you might only see him for 30 games. Well, and even the tournament can't really show you anything because De'Aaron Fox shut down Lonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. But Lonzo Ball went before Fox. Yeah, and like the the tournaments it's it's like you said it's not a, a determination on no. what they're going to be, but it's almost the only chance you have to watch them. Yeah. Versus the best competition, you know, in the college. Right, exactly. And now that now that we know who drafted who, what happens with the free agents? What, where does Gordon Hayward go? Uh, it's hard to say. I don't know. What Dep- do you think? It depends if he wants the money, the extra year. Oh, so that fifth year, right? The yep. Kevin Durant rule? Yeah. Well, I don't believe it's the Kevin Durant rule um, because I think the Kevin Durant rule was more about how much they could earn potentially. But, you know, like we talked about before, the um, the team that drafted you can sign you for five years. Yeah. If you go to a, a new team, they can only sign you for four unless you do a sign and trade with the original team. Yeah, I'd like to see him stay in Utah. Yeah, Utah. What maybe. about Boston? I think I think he's gonna go to Boston Isn't because that his that's his coach? college coach. Boston's closer to getting to a finals than Utah is. Yeah, I mean, much and closer. especially if LeBron leaves Cleveland next year and he goes to the West, then Boston owns the East. Boston's the 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 big dog yeah. in the East at that point. Yeah, even without um, Hayward. So what if he leaves? How much money is he leaving on the table? Like fifty million or something like that. It could be like thirty. I think it's like thirty. Yeah, yeah. I think it depends. Some players, it's like fifty if they get that super max or whatever they're talking about. That's the Kevin Durant rule. I think you're talking about. I don't know a lot about that, but I think there's a lot of qualific like specifications. Don't you have have to make like the NBA first team or something like that? And uh, Gordon Hayward didn't do it. Neither did. uh, Neither did Paul George. Paul George. So so yeah, he won't get fifty. That's probably why we're thinking thirty. That's when you could potentially get the fifty million if you reach more. I thought I heard like seventy million extra that Paul George could have made or something. Like that, I don't oh, know if that's wow. true, but yeah, but I, I just know it's, it's more money based on these qualifications that you have to meet. Um, but they didn't meet them, so next year, I think when they sign, I think it's like 30, 30 million for the like the extreme max is 30 million per year. Okay, so do you guys think that this new rule is gonna start um, making players want to stay with their teams that drafted them more? Do you think it's gonna help, or do you think super teams are gonna still keep happening a lot more? Um, I think they're gonna stay because. You can only play basketball for so long, and to leave thirty to seventy million, whatever the player has earned on the table, just to go to another team for a ring. You don't think that ring and will help them develop their brand more and get more sponsorships? I, and I don't know because, like, when Dwight Howard was in Orlando, he was the man in Orlando. Mm-hmm. He had everything. All the everything in Orlando was about him, and all the sponsors came to him. So if this person stays with their original team. Then I think that the the sponsors will still come. Yeah, they can still they can still be branded in a small market because I don't think small markets are what they used to be. You know, you have so many different all stars throughout the NBA, and some players aren't looking to, for that brand. You know, some players are just looking to play basketball, make money, and at the end of their career, you're probably never going to hear about them again. But then you have players like you know LeBron James, Chris Paul. Um, just different players like that. You know, you see them on commercials already. You're seeing them, you know, maybe even in movies, you know, stuff like that, in videos. Those are the players that after their career's over, you're still going to see them on TV. There's going to yeah. be other guys that, you know, they come, they play their basketball, they take their money, and then they're out of the light. Yeah, LeVar Ball is trying to be a rapper, I think. He's got some songs. Yes. Wait, LeVar or Lonzo? Or Lonzo Ball. Oh, Lonzo, yeah. 
Well, he should do and a song I think with his dad. <laughs> even though Lavar goes on, you know, undisputed, and he's just he's so crazy. I I like what he's doing. I think it's if if someone can do it and not charge four hundred ninety five dollars for a <laughs> shoe, I think it's smart because these young guys come out of college, they see Nike offer them whatever five to ten million, and that that's a lot of money when you're coming out of college. But what if you could earn the full amount of what consumers are paying for your shoe? So I like what he's doing. I think it's the right way. I just don't think that he went, I think charging four ninety five for for moms and dads and these kids are going to think they need that shoe. That's too much money. Yeah. I don't think people like that shoe that much that they feel they need to have <laughs> it, but. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I feel like, like you said, you know, his, what he wants to accomplish is good and it, you know, it could change the way things happen in the future, but um, charging $500 for his first shoe, I mean, a shoe that looks like a, a Shaq shoe or the <laughs> Stefan Mulberries that they sold in Walmart. Um, I'm not a fan of the shoe and not a fan of the price. But you know Shaq tweeted about that. He, he kind of said to LeVar Ball, I had a shoe and I didn't charge kids $500. Yeah. Because what was Shaq's shoe? 20 to $30 yeah, at Walmart? Pro- probably less. And he made a lot of money off that shoe. Well, yeah, because you put a shoe that, you know, people can afford that, you know, okay, you slap your name on it to make money off of it, but, you know, you're taking less than you probably could if you went to Nike or went to Under Armour, all these places that are going to charge that. And so, you know, to see LeVar making his own shoe and still charging 500 that makes no sense. Yeah. And then yesterday, I think it was, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin both opted out of their contracts. So what, what's going to happen to the Clippers, and where are they going? <laughs> out of the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. I know I saw a stat that before Chris Paul and Blake Griffin showed up, they had zero 50-win seasons, and with them, they had five. So The Clippers, right? Yeah. Wow. So once, I think Chris Paul will probably leave. Blake Griffin will probably, will probably stay. I think so. I think Griffin will stay. And will do you think Chris Paul is going to go to? Chris Paul is going to go chase a ring. But where Spurs? is that in, in the Spurs? Who with knows? the Spurs or with the Rockets? Who knows? He's going to go to a, a team that has a better chance to win a, uh, a championship ring because I don't think the Clippers have what it takes right now. No, and I they have so. a lot of expensive players on their team. Is that Doc Rivers' fault? I don't. I don't know whose fault it is, but I know you have you have JJ Redick. He's going to make more than ten million dollars probably next year. It's a good contract these days. Yeah, but but still, you know, you got J.J. Redick, you have DeAndre Jordan, you have uh, Crawford. I believe he's still on that roster. He was last year. I don't know when. Yeah, he's... so there. That's an expensive team to you know not be competing for a championship year in and year out. I always wanted Crawford on the Magic. The guy can shoot. I think he was close to signing with the Magic, right? A few years ago, I think. Yeah. Nice crossover. He can I think Chris Paul's. I think he'll fit best with the Spurs. Because you have Kawhi, you have Aldridge, and then you have Popovich. He didn't seem like a Spurs player to me. I, I don't know. But he's like not as—he's more... not that flashy. I, I feel like he would fit in, and he could be that guy, kind of, I guess, to replace Tony Parker. Well, for how long though? Because yeah. Chris Paul's thirty-two. He's long had enough a few to get injuries. a ring. Does, uh, yeah. Does Chris Paul with the Spurs beat Kevin Durant, Steph Curry? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. No, there, there's. It's going to be a couple of years before there's a a team that can, you know, definitely just say, okay, they could possibly knock off the Warriors. So are we going to see LeBron versus Golden State number four? Big I, chance of it. I, I think. I think so. 
I mean, it's early. We still have to go through free agency yeah. and get to the season. But but I mean, how many how many moves can be made to compete with those two super teams right now? Yeah, the they, only they move, would have to be another super team. Because even if you add Paul George now to the Lakers, you have Julius Randle, Lavar Earth, Lavar Lonzo Ball. <laughs> See, exactly. You, you you think Lavar Ball is the one that's in the NBA? Because <laughs> yeah. you hear his name that, more exactly. than his son. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but is that is that it's not necessarily a, an awful thing because. He's creating a brand. I mean, tell me, not that it's okay and not that any of us care, but why is it okay that Kris Jenner basically did the same thing with her daughters, although it was through a sex tape? Mm-hmm. LeVar Ball is doing that with his sons. He's trying to do what he can do for his children. Again, I don't think it, there's anything wrong with what he's doing. I just think his, his methods haven't been to his favor because obviously, you know, his shoe didn't sell that well. No, I don't think it did. Uh, he was on Undisputed, and they kept asking him for numbers. Yeah. And he's like, uh, uh, I'm not going to give numbers. He, he didn't want to say because yeah. it wasn't good. I well, just yeah. We don't need a sex tape from Lonzo Ball. <laughs> that's <laughs> <No>. for sure. <laughs> or LeVar Ball, either one. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I saw a meme that they said, uh, Ball, the, the son, Lonzo, that he is the baby of Screech from Saved by the Bell and Drake. And Drake. I saw <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, he does, I did see that. He looks like him. <laughs> But yeah, just just going back to uh, the super teams um, and and kind of the draft as well. Uh, one of the teams that I saw that could potentially you know compete with them in a few years might be the Seventy Sixers. I know um, you know they've had the process for five or six years, but now they look like one of the teams that might actually you know be able to compete if Embiid can stay healthy. And, That's yeah. the key. Simmons. Yeah, he has to play a game. He's never played a game. Yeah, very true. I think health is, you know, not just them for every team. I mean, if LeBron goes down, oh well, they're who, who, they're done. Who are the Cavaliers? Yeah, because Kyrie didn't get them to the to not even to the playoffs. Yeah, but I I think the Seventy Sixers could get to that next level, but I don't know. I don't know about Markel Fultz. I I mean, it's hard to say because I, I know college is different than the NBA, but I think his team went nine and twenty three. And yeah, and again, it's it's hard to evaluate, mm-hmm. you know, college basketball talent because that's it. He, last year, you know, a year from the night he got drafted, maybe not exactly, but almost a year, he was graduating high school. Yeah. Th- that's yeah. a kid that's about to go, you know, take over a, a billion-dollar franchise. Do, do you guys know what, what was it about him that made him the number one pick? I think it had to do a lot with his size, his athleticism, his, uh, you know, his ability to get to the hole. I don't know his numbers, like shooting numbers, but I know he was a individually. He was a really good, you know, dominant point guard. Is he a distributor? Is he going to make Embiid and Simmons better? I think he was more of a. I think a comparison for him. You know, I like to compare. You know, players that are in the NBA now is Damian Lillard. Yeah. Maybe not to that extent. I was going to say know, that would be really good. But, but that's like you know best case scenario. Um. But his size, I think he's 6'5". Six 6'4", five. Six it says here, uh, seven-foot wingspan. Yeah, he's a big point guard. And right now, that's what you need. I mean, yeah. you, don't see, you, know, you don't see point guards getting drafted under 6'2 anymore. It 195 just pounds. So, yeah, he's a pretty big guard already. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's, that might be part of why Orlando didn't take Malik Monk. Because he can make plays, and he is a scorer, but he's 6'2". Yeah, is he? I thought he was a little taller than that. I but think he's 6'3". Six, 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 he's got a big wing, wingspan, yeah, but I, too, I heard. Yeah, but I know as far as height-wise, he's still a smaller guard. 
Okay. Yeah, you know, he is. Our, 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 you know, starting point guard, Alfred Payton, he's 6'4". Six, six, four. Four. Six seven with the hair. Yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> I heard he might cut it. I don't know, though. Who has really? the better hair now, Jonathan Isaac or Alfred Payton? I think they both need to cut it. I like Alfred's hair. I don't, mi- I don't mind Alfred's hair. I don't like that. Jonathan Isaac's. He I- wouldn't put on the hat. When they drafted him, he put the hat like this. He was holding it in his hand near his lap. He said, I can't put this on. I can't mess up my hair. Yeah, I don't like that. I think um, I saw a post somewhere where they were saying that Alfred's hair is actually messing up his shot. That when he shoots, that the, his hand hits his head. His really? hair. It could be. Or it could mess up, you know, have something to do with his vision. or You never know. Do you guys think that Lonzo's shot's going to be successful in the NBA? That flick at the top of his head shot? Yeah, if, I mean, he's been shooting like that his whole life. I don't think it's going to affect it. If he's a good shooter, he's going to make his shots. He's quick enough to make space, tall enough to shoot over uh, smaller guards. He's going to get open looks in transition. I don't think it's a problem. It, I, I think it depends. I mean, if he, if he you know, per- perfects the craft... Then, then it wouldn't be a problem. You know, there's other players like, um, uh, what's the guy from the Suns? He played for the Suns a long Sean time. Marion. Sean Marion. He had a pretty He weird wasn't shot. a shooter, but he became a corner three-point mm-hmm. shooter. Yeah, he was able to perfect that, and he made, you know, tons of threes. But like you said, you know, as a player, I definitely like ball because he, he was able to get to the hole. You know, like you said, a lot of times he made that shot, even though it was ugly, it would go in. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he. I think he could develop into a good player. Just as long as his father is not too involved, I think that'll be key. I don't think Magic Johnson's gonna allow that though. I think they have a good GM who's strong, and he has the credentials to kind of shut Lavar up. Yeah, I don't think we'll hear much from him now, no. uh, unless he's not starting or not getting enough minutes. That's that's when we'll hear uh, his mouth again. But I think he'll he'll let his son. Do his thing a little bit now. Yeah. And even though it's, it's, it's kind of all about basketball right now, you know, football's going to be starting. We have training camp coming in a month. And the, the, the most recent news was Derek Carr. What did you think? He got $125 million. I think he's rich now. Well, he definitely <laughs> is rich. <laughs> I mean, he deserved it. He was a, a great young quarterback. Um, I know he got injured last year. Last game, I think. Wasn't it, was it in the playoffs or it was just before the playoffs? <laughs> it was versus the Colts, so oh, definitely not in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was the last game before the playoffs. And, and obviously he was their MVP because I think they got knocked in the first round. And mm-hmm. now they have Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. And Derek Carr said, which I don't know if it's shots fired, but he said, I would hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch at the one-yard line. <laughs> <laughs> I think anybody would have except for the Seahawks that year, but... Um, like you said, he 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 got a lot of money, so he's got to stay performing. Did, did at that, that make level. him the highest paid quarterback? Yeah, it did, right? I think that made him the highest paid player in NFL history. history I think so. Yeah, he's getting more than luck now. What year is he? Third? Um, I think this sounds is, right. I think this will be his fourth, third or fourth. And what what does that say for Oakland? They're that confident. They're ready to win now. Like what? Yeah, what they, they're, that they're ready. That that's the quarterback of the future and. They're willing to pay him $30 million a year to, to play. Do they win a Super Bowl in Oakland or in Las Vegas? Um, I think they have two this, years left in Oakland. Last year in no, Oakland? I think it's two. So they'd have to win I a think, Super Bowl I in the next two. I think it'll be in Las Vegas. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Agreed. I, I know they're, they're a great team, but, I mean, they, that means they'd have to get through the Patriots. So 
Until and the Tom Patriots had like the best off season of the of the NFL, and they won the Super Bowl. Noel, yeah. how much do you hate the Patriots? I don't. I don't hate the Patriots. <laughs> I don't. I don't like their fans. <laughs> what 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 don't you like about their fans? They're just very kind of a little cocky and arrogant. There's a fan right there. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of friends and apparently family <laughs> that are Patriots fans, but um, they're just very cocky and arrogant. But as a Yankee fan, I can't really talk too much. <laughs> do, you, do you do you hate the Patriots fans so much because they're champions? Like their team is the champion? No, no, or just at all. them as no, no, just just loud, arrogant. <sighs> I just don't think you'd like Bostonians and the maybe, the, maybe that's it because <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Red Sox fans. No, no, not them either. Yeah, you're just you're just a hater of, of anyone from there. Yeah, except Lugo. Lugo and who, I guess my family members that are Bostonians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think New England's gonna win this? Win it again? I think they'll be in the playoffs and potentially, you know, be in the Super Bowl again, but. If Atlanta finishes that game, you know, plays a little bit better defense, a little, you know, runs the ball a few more times, gets a couple more first downs. Who, who, what happened? Did New England win that game or did Atlanta lose that game? Oh, man. I think it, I think it was both. I'd say Atlanta lost. It would, you have a lead that big, that yeah. you got to put it on them. Yeah, it, it, it would have taken one more field goal. Like I said, you know, a couple more first downs, they're able to kick a field goal and you don't, you don't lose that game. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, it took – Tom Brady to have an amazing second half for them to even come back. I think Tom Brady is the only quarterback that could have done what he did. I I just, I don't, uh, maybe Peyton Manning. You think Peyton Manning could have done that? Mm. As a Colts fan? No, I don't think so. No. He didn't have the arm like that. Yeah. And who's going to, who's going to have a better season? The Buccaneers or the Colts? Colts easily. Colts? Based on what? Based on his biased, <laughs> based on my Homer glasses. <laughs> I mean, if Angela can stay healthy, I think so. Yeah. Well, obviously, I think the Bucks are gonna have a better yeah, season. But I'm gonna agree. Or, 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 you know, we may have, we may end up with this, a very similar record. But I know the Bucks are definitely gonna be a much better team this year as long as they can stay consistent and protect Winston, just like you said. Well, I think we have. I say we as if I'm on the team. I think the Buccaneers have. Um, or will have one of the top, at least top three offenses in the NFL. I, I just, based on what, what they signed. You got Jameis throwing to Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, O.J. Howard, and Goodwin? Godwin. Godwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think that's going to be, obviously Jackson's going to be huge and great as well, but I believe Godwin is going to be one of the biggest factors for us. Well, we'll have to see. I'm going to predict that he catches at least eight touchdowns. Oh, that's a lot for a rookie. Is yeah. that the tight end? No, that's the wide receiver. The tight end is Howard. Okay. Yeah, I think Howard, with, with all the attention that Evans and Jackson are going to get, even Howard, that's going to open up you know, the middle of the field for Chris Godwin, and that's, that's kind of where I saw that he excelled and even you know, going deep in, uh, at Penn State. Yeah. Well, so so get today. I know it's so early. What's what? What is the Buccaneers' record? It's and it's a tough schedule. It, it's the mm-hmm. Giants, the Patriots. The I would say any other year we could win like twelve games, man. But with with the the teams that we play this year, um, 
Um, it's going to be 10 and 6 or 9 and 7, realistically. Yeah, I think 10 and 6. And what about the Colts? Andrew, look, let's say he's healthy. Malik Cooker. I'm thinking at least 10 wins, 12 if, you know, those close games go our way. Who's think, your guys running back? Um, we still know? have Gore. Gore, okay. We drafted another guy that I heard. I don't remember the name. I've been so in basketball mode, I forgot yeah. our rookies. <laughs> but I remember we drafted, a, I think, third, fourth round, somebody who uh, – they had a lot of good things to say about him. Yeah, yeah. And Malik Hooker was one of one of the safeties that I really liked all year. Well, I think when when Chicago took um, what's his name? What's the quarterback that Chicago drafted? Um, the kid from North Carolina, um, Trubisky. So I when they took him, that changed every other team's pick. Yeah. We got OJ Howard. I think it was nineteen, and the Colts got Malik Hooker at fifteen. Supposedly Hooker was he the was top, top six. Yeah. Oh yeah, they thought player. he was going top ten. He was, but when when Trubisky just met, kind of I don't want to say messed up because it worked out for our teams. Yeah, but it just changed everything. Man, Ch- Chicago fans were upset about that. Oh man, do you think he's going to be good? I don't know. I can't. I don't know anything about the kid. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I, I saw him play, and and I think was it who did he? I think it was Georgia. He had a really good game against Georgia. He, they might even have beat us that season in that year. Um, but to pay Mike Glenn and fifteen million dollars, yeah, and then you go draft your, you know, your quarterback of the future. I don't, I don't know why you would have done that. So I know a lot of Chicago Bear fans were confused. That's a lot of money upset. for a, a bridge quarterback. Yeah, to you know, to bridge uh, essentially that gap. they can cut him after this year and then make it a one year, I believe, one year, eighteen million dollar. Mistake or bridge, whatever you want to call it. And Mike Mike Glennon's making eighteen million for one year. That's good. That's yep. a lot of money for him. It's more than the average person will make in their life. So it is. That's true. I don't feel bad for him at all. Yeah. Well, this was a good episode, guys. Before we um head out, we I think we should kind of explain the name. We haven't really explained. Yeah. What it means. Yeah. So the name is pretty much what we are as fans. Um. Like we said, we're Magic fans, and if you heard our intro, the intro was the LA Lakers beating the Orlando Magic in Game 5 of the Finals. And we're waiting for our teams to win championships, but we're at a point of being impatient. So it's, an, it's, it's a name for fans, from fans, for all of us who know what it feels like to say, well, next season we're going to be better. That's most fans, unless... You're a fan of what? Yeah. Unless, unless you're unless a Patriots fan. Unless you're a Patriots fan. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Warriors, the Cavs. Alexis, you don't count. All that. You're, you're, you know, we feel the pain yeah. of, of, the, of the typical sports fan impatiently waiting for you to, you know, like, like she said, make the playoffs, win a championship. Just some hope. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll take anything we can get at this point. Yep. I agree. So. All right. All right, that wraps guys. it up. That's episode one. Thanks for listening. <laughs>